Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maddie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose, one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are going to live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal, and we're going to get after it starting right now. All right, peeps, this is the part of the show that I get to give you a big old virtual hug. And thank you for reviewing this podcast, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This five-star review is from Elise206, and it's titled, She Doesn't Mess Around. Elise says, I love how real Maudie is and how she gets to the heart of the matter no matter what the topic is. She's a great interviewer. You can tell that she really listens to her guests in order to do a great recap of what they talk about and to ask great follow-up questions. This makes the episode feel more like conversations and brings out the best in all of her guests. Thank you so much, Elise206. I believe that it is so important to continue to have these conversations, no matter how difficult. There is so much that we can learn from each other just by listening. I appreciate this review so much. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Leave a review and I will get you a shout out on a future episode. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. You are tuning in to an episode on feedback and on advice. And today, this is a solo cast. You just get me some stories and hopefully some inspo. So earlier this week, I got together with the CEO and director of a big event that I am so, so grateful to have the opportunity to be the keynote speaker at this coming February. Uh, And we were talking about what I was going to chat with the group about. Conversation kind of kind of strayed a little bit, and we got started talking about my podcast, the Living on Purpose podcast, what you're tuning into. And my dear friend said, I am just adoring your podcast, and I would love to give you some feedback. And the way she said it, I it, it was like I, I instantly knew what she was going to tell me. And I said, of course, I trust you and I cherish your opinion. I would love any feedback that you can give me. And she said, sister... When you're doing a podcast and it's just you, it's a solo podcast, you're not interviewing anyone, you always say, you just get me. And my friend said, we are so lucky to get you. Don't diminish your worth on your own podcast, girl. And I said, oh my gosh, I appreciate that feedback so much because it is exactly the same feedback that I would give to any of my coaching clients, to any of my friends. And so today, 
this will be the last time you hear me diminishing myself again on this podcast by saying you just get me when it's a solo cast. And dear friend, I appreciate your feedback so much. And I wanted to talk a little bit about feedback and about advice today because it's it's a tricky tricky subject. Um, And what do we do with it? When we're doing anything and a friend or a colleague or a boss or a partner gives us advice, what do we do with that? Really, we have two options. We can choose whether to accept it and take the advice Or we can choose to move on and choose that that isn't the best advice for us. I did recently get another piece of feedback that I thought, oh no, this is an interesting piece of feedback that I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do with this. I really have been, this has been going around in my mind for a couple weeks now since I got the feedback and it wasn't even meant to be feedback, but as a student of life, I am constantly tuning into ways I can improve and get better. So I was getting a facial a couple weeks ago and I was talking to my amazing esthetician about the podcast and about the vision board party that I have coming up and about all the kids and all their sports. And I was talking about the insurance agency and my coaching clients. And then I was telling her about the fact that I'm going to uh, host a retreat, um, which I'm super excited about, in July. I'm putting that out there in the universe because I really want that to happen. And my dear esthetician friend said, Maudie, I, I just don't know how you do it all. And as I was laying there on the table, I cringed inside because this the idea of doing it all, of hustling, of staying busy is not what I want to portray, right? I talk, I, you know, I talk a lot about burnout and the the hustle mentality of women and and how it is so dangerous for us to get into um, that way of living where we're we're living for everyone else except for us. We're living for everybody else and we're not doing anything for us. And what it leads us to is burnout. And I thought, oh no. If my friend thinks that I am, quote unquote, doing it all, what I am sharing on social or on my podcast or to the world isn't what I want to be perceived as. And so I thought, you know what, that is some super, super valuable feedback that I can really tap into because I want to make sure that I'm putting out into the world how I'm truly feeling and I'm truly not feeling like I'm doing it all. And I don't want anybody to ever um, assume that I am. I have more help than I know what to do with half the time. And and that's a that's a topic for another podcast. Um, but again, kind of going back to the feedback, you know, you can choose to accept feedback and advice or you can choose to move on and say thanks, but no thanks. And that was some amazing feedback that wasn't really intended as such, but I'm really excited to tap into that and really look at what I'm putting out there into the world. Uh, uh, what I was thinking of this podcast and I was thinking about, you know, advice and thoughts and ideas that people give me all the time. And I wanted to make sure that I gave an example of one that I've said no to. I have a, a friend who is an avid reader like me. I read I read more books than I know what to do with. 
And I'm posting reviews. Um, I've kind of gotten out of the habit a little bit, but I post reviews of my favorite books on social media. And my friend said, Maudie, oh my gosh, you've got to get on Goodreads. You've got to use Goodreads as a way to get your reviews out there. And I honestly can't imagine adding something else to my plate right now that would take me having to figure out the technology. And it's just kind of not something I want to do. So that was one of those pieces of advice and pieces of feedback that I was like, thanks, but no thanks. And so those are our options with feedback. And and, and I want to continue the conversation because what I want to get into is how do we give feedback? How do we give advice? And I think this is something that uh, we should all start to become aware of, just a little bit more conscious to the tips that we are maybe given um, when they're not solicited. So here are my thought on feedback and advice. Uh, just a couple examples, um, especially with kids. Kids, I feel like these days, um, and if you saw my social media post recently, um, they're constantly criticized, always being told no, always being told they're doing something wrong, whether it's loading the dishwasher wrong or you're spelling something wrong or you're on your you know device too much or you're not dressing right. It's like we are constantly giving our children feedback that's negative. And so one thing that my husband Tom and I have gotten really um, – we've really tapped into or really tried to be intentional about is when it comes to sports. You know, all of my kids are big into sports and they take it really seriously and I love that. And as a parent and as a sideline audience or crowd or cheer, it's really easy to impart our advice in the moment, especially when it's not wanted or warranted. So with the kids, I'm really trying to do a better job of asking for permission to give advice. I was in a basketball tournament um, this weekend, and I had some thoughts for how she played in the first game. And I said, hey, babe, can I give you some tips? You know, can I give you some suggestions for, for the next game? She's like, nope, I'm good. And that was that, right? It's her game. It's her ball game. And I am her mom. I am her biggest cheerleader, her biggest supporter. And you know what I'm not? I'm not her coach. And so if Aya or Xavier or or Aiden aren't ready or willing or wanting my advice, then that is their prerogative to say no. I have another example. I was talking to um, a friend. A friend was going through some crisis. And uh, she called me. And I'm sure you've we've all been in the situation where a friend calls in crisis and they're telling us a story that brings up emotions for us, right? Because we love our friend and we want the best for our friend and we become maybe protective of our friend. And she told me her story and I had a lot of thoughts. I had a lot of opinions. And before giving any response. I asked her who she needed me to be in that moment because I could be a friend and I could also be a coach. I could also play devil's advocate and I could also give advice as, as to what I would do. 
And so I just said, how do you need me to show up right now? And and at that point, she said, I would love your advice. And then I was able to give that. And if she said, I just need you to listen, I would have been able to do that. And if she uh, just needed me to really be angry with this person that had done her wrong, I could show up that way as well. So my thought for you is when you're in a situation, which happens for me all the time, do not get me wrong, as a practicing coach, I am constantly helping remind myself that not everyone, pretty much nobody wants coaching on the spot. And so it's really important to get um, aware and ask for permission before you give feedback and before you get a, give advice, I think that's going to be super appreciated and it's going to go a long way for all of us as friends, as mentors, as parents, as partners. And my last thoughts for you today, I figured, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and share some unsolicited, and you know what, maybe it's solicited since you're listening to the podcast. I want to give you some advice for 2020. I was really, I was on my walk this afternoon. I was thinking, what advice would I give to the listeners? What advice would I give to my friends? What advice would I give to my clients for 2020? And I just have two, two tips, two thoughts for you today. Number one, I dare you to dream bigger. I'm going to say that again. I dare you to dream bigger. One of my coaching clients uh, texted me uh, earlier this week and she said, hey, I just joined Mel Robbins' Best Decade Ever 30-Day Challenge. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting. I love me some Mel Robbins. And if you don't follow her, do that immediately. And a 30-Day Challenge, you know, is my jam. And doing anything better is also my jam. So today I started uh, the the 30-Day Challenge. And today Mel was talking about dreaming big. And as I was watching her first video, I started to get emotional. I started to get emotional because what I had realized is that as I have been realizing my goals, I have stopped dreaming big. I have been holding myself back. And I'm doing a a little work with my coach now and my therapist now and to dig into the reasons behind that. But what I realized today and what I want to dare you to do is that we don't need to hold ourselves back anymore. We do not need to keep ourselves small. We can have those big, huge, scary, crazy, audacious goals, and we can get our butt in gear and get after it. So that's number one. My first tip, dream bigger. And then, excuse me, my second tip for 2020 and the rest of your life is to do less, right? Sounds a little counterintuitive, but it's not. Once you figure out what your dreams are, sister, then you can figure out what the fuck, (laughs) I do say bad words in this podcast, what the fuck is getting in the way. And I want you to start making a list of everything that you can cut out of your life that is not serving you. I want you to do less. I want you to have less stress. I want you to have less obligations. I challenge you to have less anxiety, okay? I want you in 2020 to dream bigger and to do less. That is my unsolicited advice for you today. I hope you have an amazing day. I love each one of you 
And as always, keep living on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.